What's up, everybody? We are back for another exciting episode of everybody's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is just okay. My name is Nick Rose. My name is Paul Rose. Paul, I got to tell you a piece of advice, man. Yeah? Don't ever be afraid to talk to yourself. You know why? Why? It's the only way you can be sure that someone's listening. (laughs) All right, let's hit the theme. All right, dude, another week is upon us, and we are back doing the show like we do. How you been, bud? Good. I've been playing my new games on my phone. What new games have you gotten on your phone this week? Ooh, uh, Smash Carts. What is Smash Carts? Because I, I approved it for you, but I don't know what it is. Uh, it's a racing game. Well, it's like Mario Kart, where you're in a cart, and you use weapons to blow people up, and it's really fun. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Is it multiplayer, or is it against computers? Um... You can do both. Sweet. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. What about you? Uh, nothing. Nothing new, man. I've been working a lot. Um, I started reading the book 1984 again, which is crazy. Um, I started reading the graphic novel, and then I have the audio book, so I can listen to it at work. Okay. But, yeah, it's about a dystopian future, and it's eerily similar to the world we're about to live in now, which is crazy. But isn't 1987 in the past? 1984? Oh. Well, it was written in the 1940s about the future. So, though it's in the past now, it's kind of the future we're living in now. Cool. It's hard to explain, and and it's, it's ahead of your time for now. Okay. But, um, yeah, what else is up? Uh, we watched Grave Encounters the other we night. We watched Grave Encounters. You want to talk about it? Um, you first. You brought it up. Well, what is Grave Encounters? It's like we're a bunch of people going to this haunted building. They're running like a like a paranormal show. Yeah. And they think this building's haunted and it's good for their... Um, for the show, yeah. but they're they're like a bunch of frauds, basically, uh-huh. trying to do one of those ghost hunting shows, Yeah, and everything in the asylum turns out to be real. <laughs> I'm excited to watch the sequel with you, man. That's uh, The weekend's coming up, so hopefully we can do that on the weekend, and it's not a school night. Yeah. <clears throat> I know uh, it's been kind of hard to watch stuff during school nights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it, too. There's a sequel. A sequel. I'm excited to watch. Um, your mom and I finally got to start Obi-Wan, Ooh. which I have been so excited for for the last almost year. Okay. But um, when I was working nights over the summer, I only got to see your mom like one day a week. Mm. And it was like not even a day. It was like by the time I'd get you guys to, to leave us alone. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's like, oh, cool. I got 20 minutes. Now it's bedtime, you know. Yeah. But it's okay. We have time now, and we're watching Obi-Wan. We we finished Sandman. Sandman was really good. Okay. Uh, it, it was basically just the crow. I mean, you know. Yeah. Or it reminded me. It had a lot of similarities, but I loved that. Um, Did we see any other new movies? Uh, I don't think so. I haven't been... I haven't really been able to watch anything with you guys. Okay. Yeah. I went to the... 
went to the mall the other day. I got a new um, movie prop for our movie room. What was that one again? I got the Game of Thrones flag, the House Stark. I didn't realize how big that thing is. So when I got it, I thought it was just this little tiny banner I could put, you know, under the TV or something like that. Uh huh. This thing is like six feet tall. It's it's huge, and I I don't know what to do with it, but it's pretty cool. Why don't you put it in this room? Because this isn't the movie room. This is the podcasting room. Oh. But But isn't that from like a series? So it's not a movie. Well, that's true, but it is a big piece of the show. And have you seen our pop vinyls? They're not all TV related. There's video games. That's true. There's Stephen King. Yeah, and he's upstairs right now with the Halloween stuff. Yeah? Yeah. So, it's not a full movie room? Well, it's supposed to be, but you guys are the ones that decided to bring all the pop vinyls down here. I wanted just the movie ones, but you guys insisted. And a lot of them are yours. But there wasn't enough room to put them in my room. Oh, I know. Well, we'll figure it out someday. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't really have a lot new stuff going on Mm-mm. since our last show. <clears throat> we did a, a, a conspiracy show last week. What did you think of that? Uh, Remember the 10 conspiracy theories that turned out to be true? Oh, yes. Uh, Were you there one, for that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that one was really cool. I liked it, too. And I named it part one because I thought we could do more on that in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to go back to our normal haunted paranormal stuff. What do you think about that? Yeah. With the spooky season coming up and it's uh, Halloween's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, so should we just dive into it then? Uh, sure. All right. So this, um, I I had, I have one that I'm working on with you that I want to work on, but I haven't showed you the songs yet. Okay. Um, I wanted to do, what was it? It had to do with music. Yeah, ten songs with dark meaning behind. Yes, them. yes, creepy meanings behind so- like the, favorite songs. Like the roller coaster of love. Yeah, the love roller coaster. We'll get yeah. into that another time. Yeah. But for now, <clears throat> we found this list. It's uh, top ten eerie recordings. So, I think that's pretty cool. It, it's basically um, th- uh, themes or, or sounds that are spooky in one way or another, and um, we'll we'll go from there. Okay. So, number 10 <clears throat> is called The Cold Song okay. by uh, Klaus Nomi. Yeah. I don't know this one. We kind of we watched it a little bit yeah, before we started creepy. the show. It was a little creepy. So, um, <clears throat> here's some history on it. Some time ago, uh, uh, Klaus Nomi appeared on a bizarre video list, and it seems appropriate that he was included on this list for one particular performance. Nomi was known for his bizarrely theatrical live performances, heavy makeup, unusual costumes, and a highly stylized signature hairdo, which flaunted a receding hairline. Whoa. Are we talking about Kiss? <laughs> That's my band. Um, at the age of 39, in 1983, he became one of the first celebrities to die of AIDS. And as he was slowly dying from the disease, he ditched his bizarre plastic tuxedo in favor of uh, Baroque clothing and focused on performing opera. Okay. Um, I got a video here. I don't know if I can play it on the show. But it's a live recording of him singing Cold by Purcell. And you can just see it's kind of, he's kind of sickly and, and uh, he died shortly after making this video. So, hmm. How about we play it and see if it gets shut down? You want to get my podcast shut down? No, I just want to see so it, so we can play the music on the next episode. Creepy. Yeah, you did that to yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number nine, 
Santa Claus Hides in Your Phonograph, 1922. Wait, what? This is a 1922 recording made by Thomas Edison Edison of uh, Harry E. Humphrey, and it was intended to be sold to owners of Edison's phonograph so that their children could have some Christmas joy. In fact, on the contrary, it's rather awful, and if I were a kid, this would put me off Christmas forever. So let's see if we how this sounds. We'll uh, we'll play the Santa Claus hides in your phonograph. <clears throat> Hello, little folks. Do you know who I am? You've heard of me often. Some say I'm a sham. <laughs> but most of you know that cannot be true. For every Christmas you see what I do. And now you not only know just what I do, but you hear my old voice as I'm speaking to you. Creepy. That, that is pretty creepy, dude. So, Not like, I couldn't really hear what he was saying because you were pressing it up against the mic. Yeah. So, I'll have to re-listen to this. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty creepy, dude. And a phonograph is, like, an old telephone? Uh, no, it's an old record player that you can record onto. Ooh. Yeah. So, this one here is called The First Recording. Uh, the First Recorded Sound. So, um, it's... That's basically it. It's the first recorded sound ever. Um, and it has uh, only just been able to be played back. No one realized it was a recording at all. In 1860, Frenchman uh, Edouard Leon Scott de Martinville invented the phonograph. It could, can, it could transcribe sound to a visible medium, but had no means to play back the sound after it was recorded. <clears throat> the transcriptions, known as uh, phonautograms, were first successfully played back using a computer technology in 2008 and you can hear it above here um it's the voice of a woman singing uh au claire de la lune which was recorded 149 years ago cool um so and and after time they've uh realized that it wasn't a woman singing i think it was the inventor once they slowed the sound down let's check that out this is the first recording ever That's cursed. That's kind of hard to hear, but that's kind of cool, right? <clears throat> All right, number seven on the list is alien speech. Ooh. Uh, speaking of the planets, do you believe in aliens? Yeah. I do too, man. Um, and if you do, you'll probably find this uh, one fascinating. The audio comes from the Cassini recordings of radio and plasma waves when it made its flyby of Saturn. Uh, watch the whole thing in order to hear the alien speech okay. so um this is part of it i know they did this years ago where they sent a recording around the planet saturn yeah and this is kind of what they found uh let's see sorry i'm trying to get it to load here aren't they on every planet maybe So this is back in 2004 okay. when uh, it passed the planet of Saturn, it passed by Saturn's rings, and this was the sound that it uh, had created. Now, I don't believe that. That's, that's some music right there. Yeah. It's not aliens talking. Here it is. 
featuring the alien from The Simpsons. <laughs> that's that's kind of a cool cool recording there. Yeah. Uh oh, trying to turn that off there for the next one. It won't stop. There it goes. <laughs> Sorry. All right, man. Number six, Jupiter. Wait, what? Jupiter sounds uh, strange. So this is from um, God. I don't know what year this was. But they passed by Jupiter, too, and Jupiter also made a sound. Whoa. Yeah, let's see how this one does. Is this going to have some weird music in the beginning? <laughs> uh. Probably. I guess that's just it, huh? Just hitting some tones there. Kind of cool. <clears throat> that the whole video is like six minutes long. That's why I'm not playing the whole thing. Oh, but, uh, okay. Uh, that's Jupiter, man. Number five is the Pistol Poem. What's that? Uh, Brian Jessen was a great friend of the Beat Generator Generation author William Burroughs. He was also involved in much ex experimentation with audio, the written word, and visual poetry. In 1960, he recorded his pistol poem at the BBC Studios in London as the BBC had commissioned him to produce some, some work for the broadcast. And the recording engineer almost left the recording session because he said he could feel evil coming from the poem. Cool. It was certainly unlike anything heard up to that time. The clip here is the entire poem, and it involves interspliced audio samples with gunshots. Whoa. So it's a pretty scary-sounding poem. Should we play it? Yeah. Oh, I can't. Why? I can't do it. It's private. They blocked me from it. Oh, uh, well, we have to search it up on we'll, YouTube We'll later. have to search it up later, for sure. Uh, number four on the list is The Great Beast. Okay. All right. Let's see what that is. Aleister Crowley. All right. X-Men? No. Mr. Crowley. Ozzy, dude. Oh. Okay. Aleister Crowley was an English occultist, writer, mountaineer, poet, yogi, and possible spy. He was an influential member of occult organizations including the Golden Dawn, uh, the, the A question mark, A question mark, and Ordo Templi Orientis, O-T-O, and is known today for his magical writings, especially the Book of the Law, the central sacred text of Thelema, he gained notoriety during his lifetime and was denounced in the popular press of the day as the wickedest man in the world. Cool. The recording above is an incredibly rare one. The speaker is Crowley, and he is reading from some of his magical writings. <laughs> Let's check it out, man. A lot of people have... Uh, the Beatles actually put Aleister Crowley on their album cover for Sgt. Pepper. Okay. Ozzy wrote a song about him. Uh, I'm sure Ghost has written songs about him. Oh, nice. Zeppelin. Weird. It's kind of hard to understand what he's saying there. We'll have to go back and listen to that again. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it felt pretty evil to me. <laughs> Number three on the list. I, I know we're going through these pretty fast. Is there anything you want to add to each one? Um, I'm not sure. No. 
All right. Well, number three on the list is December 26th earthquake of 2004. Uh, when the seafloor off the coast of Sumatra split in the morning of December 26, 2004, it took days to measure the full extent of the rupture. And recently, researchers at Columbia University's Lamont Doherty Earth Observatory analyzed recordings of the underwater sound produced by the magnitude 9.3 earthquake. This recording is the sound of the earthquake as it happened. And we got to kind of turn it up here. It might be a little quiet. Okay. So. It's playing, but. You think the microphones are picking it up? Oh. through but it's really quiet so it's an earthquake being recorded underwater oh so uh, i'm sure we could play that back and increase the volume and then you guys can hear that one mm-hmm. uh number two the missing cosmonauts what's a cosmonaut <clears throat> a russian astronaut During the late 1950s and early 1960s, the space race between the United States and the Soviet Union was hot. People around the world watched and listened. Some, most notably amateur radio operators, listened more closely than others. And of these, a pair of young brothers from Italy, Achille and Giovanni Giudica Cordiglia, hopefully I pronounced that right, they reigned supreme. The brothers used homemade equipment to listen in on the Soviet launches, and they recorded the heartbeat of the dog Laika, who was launched in the one-way Sputnik 2 voyage. But then, in 1961, they recorded something eerie. It was the sound of a woman who appeared to be a woman who may have been involved in testing of the facility for humans to cope with space. The audio, it's in Russian, says, Isn't this dangerous? Talk to me. Our Our transition begins now. I feel hot. I can see a flame. Am I going to crash? Yes. I feel hot. I will re-enter. The audio stopped at that point. Cool. So we'll listen to that. It's all in Russian, though, so I don't know. Go translate it? I don't know how to translate Russian. Dad, do you have Google Translate? I do, but I don't know how to type all those in. Uh, no, uh, I'm pretty sure there's a button, and if you hit it, it'll. Oh, and then it records in. in there. Yeah. We'll have to. Well, I already read you what it says. Well, yeah. But um, yeah, that's that sounded a, like alien language. Didn't sound like the people from Stranger Things. <laughs> that's true. <clears throat> okay, this one. All right. Um. This one, I got to I got to give a warning. This one's kind of disturbing. Okay. Number one on the list, um, and we're coming up to the date too. It's almost September eleventh, and in fact, today is nine, ten, eleven. It will be September eleventh when this episode comes out. Okay. Um, this is a nine one one phone call from nine eleven, um, from the hundred and fifth floor of the World Trade Center building too. Um. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to play the whole... Oh, it's it's private. It's private. We can't play it. But um, it was a phone call that someone made 
during the 9-11 attacks. Oh. So, yeah, that would be an eerie sound to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's our that's our top ten there, man. What do you what do you think about those? Those were really cool for the ones that we got to play. Kind of cool, kind of creepy. Yeah. You learned something new today, right? Mostly creepy. Yeah, mostly creepy. That's part of the show, though. We're a creepy show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, man. Well, what do you think? Is there anything else you want to add to the show today? Uh, yeah. Can you tell the people about the package? Uh, when we came home. The package. The package. <coughs> whoa, the, whoa. the one out on our porch. What's specifically Today, about the package? The the one with our Disney World stuff in it. You are allowed to talk, sir. I know, but I want you to explain it. I don't know. I didn't order it. Well, okay, <coughs> so we ordered these cool Disney World backpacks mm-hmm. to surprise Lily. Mm-hmm. And um, someone opened it and went through it. Oh. And, and really then threw it in our backyard? Yeah. Yeah, that did happen. I thought you meant like details on what they were and stuff. I I don't I didn't order nothing. I don't know. Hmm. Well. Yeah, so that that's what happened today. People went through our mail. Yeah. Not really interesting. <laughs> no. We got chased off by a Karen today. You oh, and I yeah. were playing some Pokemon, right? Uh-huh. And there's a street. We go down the street and uh <coughs> Sorry, my mouth's always dry when we start recording. We go down the street cuz there's tons of Poke stops, right? Yeah. And we stopped. There was like four four different Poke stops and two gyms surrounding us. So I stopped the car. We're spinning our Pokeballs. And this Karen, this 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 dirty looking hippie woman, comes running out to my car, telling me that I can't be there, that I need to move on this public street, and starts taking pictures of my car. Yeah. I hope she got a good angle of the car and she's gonna post it up on next door, but not with my license plate. <laughs> We're famous. I guess so. Even though no one knows who we are. Oh, hopefully it has the side. Hopefully, it was the side with the Mario on it. Right. Mario sticker. <laughs> well, do you have any jokes or anything else you'd like to add to the show, oh. or should we just abruptly end it? I don't think so. We haven't told any jokes. We're not even being funny today. It's just kind mm-hmm. of boring. Well, I have this Halloween joke book, but they're puns, and puns are awful. You don't do puns, I know. I don't like yeah, puns either. they're awful. You can tell a pun. It's they're okay. They're like, what kind of... Um, no... Uh, like, what are spider webs good for? Spiders. And, <laughs> like, knock, knock, who's there? Which? Which who? Which one of you can fix my broom? And there's one in all. Um, let me see. Um, um, why can't a ghost go, wait, what type of room can a ghost not go into? The living room? Yeah. And okay. Kind of corny. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't have to do that then. Um, but I will say this, though. Uh, we do have about a week or two left. Okay. Until we go, we, we go to a concert. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't mentioned anything about a concert. <laughs> uh, we're going to the Gorillas concert uh-huh. uh, at the end of September, and it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. You know, they they were around when I was in high school and I never listened to them. I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of the Gorillas. But you seem to love them. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to take you to go see them and and figure out who they are and what they're about. Yeah. Um my aunt went there to their concert uh mm-hmm. two times and um she said that they don't come out on stage. It's just cameras mm-hmm. and um screens. Mhm. But I really want them to come out. I think that's going to be really cool. And you know what? We have a week earlier 
Um, me and your mom and your auntie are going to go see Kevin Smith and Ooh. Jay Muse. They're coming back because they're showing Clerks 3. Nice. I can't wait till you're, you're a little older. I will show you his entire View Askew Universe catalog, starting with Clerks, because it is amazing. Okay. And um, you'll understand it once you're older. That's why I don't let you watch it now. It's not really appropriate, but... Okay. Funny, man. Funny, funny. And, okay, here's another thing I don't know if you know about uh, Kevin Smith. You saw Tusk. Yeah. What do you think of Tusk? I loved it. Yeah? What did you love about it? Um, I loved how you actually got to see how he turned the guy into a, a walrus. That Usually movie, movies don't let you see. <laughs> that movie like. was ridiculous. It was insane. And awesome. And awesome. It was about a man who kidnaps another man and he turns him into a walrus. <laughs> right that's funny well he announced a couple days ago that he's making a sequel seriously seriously is it like is it like sealed or Wait. is it like a promise uh he's in talks about it right now so he wants to do it cool um so basically okay in in the comic book the dark knight returns it's about batman right older batman and he fights the joker and um, the future of Gotham City, all the villains are getting older and stuff like that. And he comes back and he's retired and okay. stuff. But at one one point in the comic book, it's, it's part two of the book, um, they fix Two-Face. Okay. Remember how Two-Face has the split personalities and the two faces? Yeah. He goes through like a rehabilitation center and they fix his face. This is spoilers for this book that's been out over 30 years. Oh, man. <laughs> but they fix his face so he looks like a normal person again. Right, and they try to they try to help him, and because remember he was the district attorney, he was yeah. taking care of Gotham in the in the beginning, right? Yeah. So, in in Dark Knight Returns, they fix his face. They're they're giving him therapy and stuff like that. So he looks on the outside, he looks completely human again. He looks like he used to, but every time he looks in the mirror, all he sees is Two Face, and it eventually drives him crazy. He goes back to his old ways. He starts ripping his face apart. Cool. It gets pretty graphic. I want to see that. Well, the thing is, Kevin Smith is now doing that with Tusk 2, he revealed. <laughs> so you know how he turned Justin Long's character into the walrus? Uh-huh. So he says it would be great if they turned him back into a human. Nice. Yet every time he's in the mirror, all he sees is the walrus. <laughs> cool. And he eventually snaps starts kidnapping people and starts turning them into animals. Am I a walrus <laughs> or am I a man? I love it. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun to see. Yeah. I want to see Moose Jaws, too. He's talking about Moose Jaws. What's that? Okay, so it's part of the, the True North trilogy. So you got Yoga Hosers. Or no, you, I'm sorry. You have Tusk, Yoga Hosers, and then it was supposed to conclude with Moose Jaws. You saw Jaws, the movie with about the shark? Yeah. It's that, but with a moose and set in <laughs> Canada. Wait, is he, like, huge? I don't know. It's supposed to be, like, a giant killer moose movie, and I want to watch it, <laughs> but I haven't heard any details on it and when it's going to come out. Oh. So, But um, I'm excited to see Tusk 2. So, hashtag walrus yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, what about what about anything else? Anything else going good? good I don't going, think so. Going bad? No. Oh, okay, you behaving yourself? Mostly. I love it. All right, dude. Well, I guess that's our show today. It's kind of a short episode. We didn't really have a mailbag or trivia. Mm -mm. Um, I like doing the trivia. I like doing the trivia, too. we got to do some more research and uh, take some time to do that. Yeah. 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 
All right. Well, um, I guess that's the show for the week. Mm-hmm. So we'll say have yourselves a week, and we will see you guys next time. Next time.